Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, off the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
be the same as you came. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. And we are standing on holy ground. And I know there are angels all around. Yeah. 
grounds because God is here and you are standing in his presence you are not living the same as you came you have received a touch of the spirit you have received a touch of healing a touch of blessing how many of you know that God knows what you need today is Father's Day is that also and they said, I have a father. He, he calls me his own. Is that not so? And he knows my name. And he knows my every need. How many of you know God knows your every need? So today you are going away from this place with your needs met by God in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you believe it, shout amen. amen. If you believe you are living here with your blessings, shout your loudest amen. Hallelujah! Woo! You are blessed in Jesus' name. Take your seats. You are blessed. You are blessed to be a blessing. Wonderful. So, once again, we want to wish all fathers and father figures, all fathers and father figures, this morning. When I was coming, it touched my heart to send a woman, though she's not in this church, but to send a woman a happy Father's Day. Because I remember this woman gave birth, and the husband left the children and left her. Single-handedly, she raised the children, taking them to university and everything. So I realized that this woman is actually also a father. A mother, father, a father, mother. You get it. So I felt like wishing her a happy Father's Day. Do you get it? So happy Father's Day to all fathers and father figures here. God bless you, fathers, and to be fathers. Hallelujah. If you read this book, those who are dangerous sons. Those who are dangerous sons. You will see that it's one of the best books you can read. Hallelujah. The reason I'm saying it's one of the best books you can read is, in, is that it gives you a very powerful blessing. You see, it gives you a very powerful blessing. That's just one of the most powerful books. It gives you a very powerful blessing. And that blessing you can get in Ephesians chapter 6. Let's go to Ephesians 6, chapter 1. Following. It gives you a very powerful blessing. It says, Children, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right you see, obey your parents in the Lord 
for this is right this is right it's right to obey your parents in the Lord it is correct no big deal correct if you are incorrect you not understand this but if you are correct it, it ain't a problem you get it Anna, sorry, children obey your parents in the Lord then the second verse is Anna Anna thy father and mother Anna thy father and mother Anna do you get it? Anna thy father and mother and I'm sure as we are here we know what Anna means you get it we know what Anna means so many ways to honor somebody you hold high you get it Anna somebody you hold high and um, Anna thy father and thy mother which is the first commandment which is the first commandment with promise with product now this one goes with promise it goes with rewards that like we are going for a job and they give you they give you the conditions of the job do you get that if you do this this is what you get so this is the condition first with with a promise number three that it may be well it may be well with thee it may be well with you how many of you want it to be well with you yes being well with you is not oil it's all confession being well with you is here that it may be well with you and thou mayest live long on the earth hallelujah you know some of you are trying to live long on earth isn't it Millicent some of you have bought vitamin B C zinc you're on diet somebody said I jog 20, mi- 20 kilometers I do this I- everybody wants to prolong his or her life which is good but bodily exercise profited a little see but what is most important to live long on earth on this earth is to honor honor your father and your mother do you get it so that's why I said this book is a, a book of blessing it's a book of long life it's a good of long it's a book that will prolong your life it's a book that will cancel cancer in your life that will make you go and see the doctor and they will say your PSA is 200 do you get it and then you go again they say it's 200 then you pray and you go again they say we can't find it again hey that is it prolong your life PSA is an indication of something cancerous do you get it coming to kill you and he said no prostrate I mean prostrate that is developing to that thing do you get it the ladies are asking me are they part of it so 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 
it's very important that you know how to prolong your life they tell you that you have four days to live and then you have you live for 40 years more why because your life is prolonged do you get it so this book is the blessing is that blessing that you need and in this book there are types of fathers ten types of fathers that I want to talk about briefly and then it will kickstart a series that we are going to do very soon amen ten types of fathers ten types of fathers so that you know who to honor and who <laughs> who to honor hallelujah because sometimes people get confused is the people get confused some have come to ask me that the bible has said that call no man father except god do you get it call no man except god so why do you call some people fathers just go and read your bible do you get it just read your bible and you get the answers in the bible try and read the bible small do you, do you understand when you hear certain things just go and read the bible and you will see so how many fathers are we talking about here and how do they become your fathers for you to honor for you to honor now the first person on this list i'm sure you all know is your heavenly father your heavenly father that you need to honor hallelujah your heavenly father how many of you have a heavenly father good and your heavenly father is not mommy water if your heavenly father is mommy water you have to be delivered from the power of darkness do you get it because some of you, your father jesus said your father is the devil so some of you, your father is not actually the heavenly father is the devil do you get it so your heavenly father is god and when you honor god it will be well with you it will be well with you and you will live long it will be well with you god will take care of you god will honor you but if you honor me i will honor you and if you don't honor me you also be like you'll be lightly esteemed are you getting it and how do we honor God if you want to show honor to somebody how do you do it so church let's learn to honor God I remember those of who were in church the other time when I was preaching about if you love the Lord I spoke about how to honor God honoring God and one of for me one of the first signs that I see people honor God and fear God is the way they respond to church when God says I'm meeting them you get it so until you start coming to church on time because everything you should have something to measure everything you you should have at least something to measure to see that whether you are doing it or not so your 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 the consciousness that god is there that he whoever come to god must believe that he is he is and that consciousness that makes you make you wake up early 
early to come to church on time to meet God. That between 8 to 8.30, no, between 8.30 to 9, you don't see traffic from that junction to here. As long as that thing is not happening, you are not honoring God. No. I can imagine going to a, a, a workplace that they start work at 8 and driving towards the car park. I will see a lot of cars coming around that time. I see. So, honor God. Honor God means honor Him with your substance. Do you remember? Honor God with your substance that it may be well with thee. And being well with you includes even peace of mind. It's true, Bishop. Do you know that you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have peace, you are not happy. You are not well. You are sick. Do you get it? You are sick. That's someone said many are mad, but few are naked. You get it, you are sick. So honor God. And honoring God is a spiritual thing. Heavenly Father is a spiritual thing. Because God knows when you when you between 8 p.m. on Saturday till you come to, he knows what you are doing. He knows you are watching CNN. He knows you are watching a film. He knows you don't you are not even ironing your things. He knows there's no anticipation. It's when you wake up in the morning that you are even looking for what you wear. You are not what you wear. Do you get it? So you want to live long? How many of you want to live long? Yes. And learn to honor God. Without God seeing you, sorry, without any man seeing you, in your heart, honor God. So we have our heavenly father. Hallelujah. We have our heavenly father. So God is our father and we must to honor him. Amen. Amen. Then we have your father in Christ. Your father in Christ. That means the person who birthed you in the Lord. I know the person who led me to Christ. Even though I went to him myself and I said, lead me to say the sinner's prayer. But at least he led me to say the sinner's prayer. Do you get it? And every now and then, he sends me a test. So he's a person who led me to Christ. So if there's anyone here who led you to Christ and you know the person, honor the person. The person is a, a type of father to you. Are you get what I'm saying? And especially the church that you got born again in. Honor the church. Are you here with me? If you are honoring God and you don't pay first, I, mean, I didn't even talk about that one. You are not honoring God. It's true. You are not honoring God. Amen. Amen. Your spiritual father, your spiritual father, your spiritual father is the one who is leading you in the path of righteousness, teaching you, feeding you. Do you get it? Teaching you, feeding you. It's, it's, it's an honor. Do you get it? It's an honor. And when you honor, it may be well with you. It may be well with you and that you live long. Yesterday in the morning, I was asleep and somebody said, oh, somebody is looking for you. So I went out. When I went, I saw 
some of my spiritual children, I was very, you say you were not there. Some of my children, spiritual children, they had come. They said they are going to have breakfast with me. I said, wow. I was like, hey. I was like, and they had, break, they brought breakfast. And we had, we had breakfast. They sang music. They played music. They danced. They were with me till about 3 p.m. And I said they should go and look for their souls. You get it. I didn't call them. I didn't call them. But they came. And it's un- and when they were going, I said, May God give all of you cars. Yes. You see, cars to drive. Those who don't have cars, may God give you cars. No, when I came out of God said I should just say a blessing for them. I just said it. May God give you cars. Just like that. But you see, you were not there. Do you get it? So, <laughs> so your spiritual father, do you get it? And you don't know who was there, so don't worry. Your father in ministry, your father in ministry, some of you, you have your, um, your sugar daddy, that's father in sugar daddy. Do you get it? Your father in sugar daddy. Your father in ministry. Anna, your father in ministry. That's the person who birthed you into ministry. Because see, there are some things, they have eternal rewards. And you must value. You see, when you honor such people, you are, at, you, are, you, you, you are saying that you value eternal things. You value eternal things. I get what I'm saying. You value eternal things. You're your father in ministry. And your father in ministry is not the same as the father of your father in Christ or something. Do you get it? Your father in ministry is the one through whom you have been blessed to be a minister. Yes. So, another, it's a kind of father. Then, another very important, very, very important father that you should honor is your biological father. Biological father. You get it. Who knew your mother and donated for your mother to birth you? Do you get it? So, your father, your biological father, you need to honor him. And this father's day, this father's day, Jesus said that, how can you say, no, Jesus, Jesus said, 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 but it's in the Bible in John, that how can you say you love God whom you have not seen? Do you get it? If you can't love your brother. How can you say you, you love a, a, a spiritual father and then you cannot love your biological father? How? It's not possible. It's an error. It's an error or hypocrisy. Do you get it? So honor your biological father. Honor your biological father. It's actually when you honor your biological father that, you see, actually it's also two ways. If you know how to honor your spiritual father, you know how to honor your biological father. But you know that if you don't do that, you are not doing well. You get it. 
So, so I don't. I, don't, I want to ask you, how many of you since you woke up, you woke up this morning, have sent a test message first. Because your father is not a test message, but you sent a test message first because you are coming to church. You want to wish him a happy Father's Day. How many of you have sent a test message to your father if your father is alive? That happy Father's Day. Let me see. Father, no, your real biological father. Give me a wave. If he's alive, give me a wave. Yeah. And some of you see, I've not bought a phone for your father. So you don't know how to send him a test. You've not bought a phone for your father. But now you should buy a phone for your father so your father can read the test. And he can't read. He can't read. Okay, buy for your auntie so I can tell your father. You get it. It is a blessing. Maybe your father is not alive like some of us. But you have a father figure. How many of you have sent a test to that? So now to your father or father figure, can I see your hand? Very important. You get it. What you have done, if you have done so, is that you have prolonged your life without knowing, without intending to. You have, you have removed certain things that takes away your peace. That disturb, you have taken away so you can sleep peacefully. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, Anna, your biological father, then after that, I mean, just mobilize your father. Maybe you may not be able to visit him at the village because it has rained and the rain, the road is spoiled. Or maybe distance or whatever. And even some of you, your father, he doesn't need, your, need to see your face, he needs your momo. You don't want to see your face. You just see your mom. Do you get it? I'm talking about your biological father. Do you get it? Just bless him. Go to go buy something. Give him something. Substance. I was looking for him. I didn't find him. That's why I didn't say it. I was going to say go to a fatherman. Of a time, it's not here. So I didn't say it. You see, go and bless your father. This one, eh? It was you see when you do that, and oil is poured on you. You say, receive it. It works powerfully when you do that. After you have done that, and then you come and stand here, something good. Some of you are saying something good. It's me. Why your father that born you? You disrespect him. You don't honor him. And you are going to say something good. Is, what good thing is going to happen to you? The good thing that has happened to you is what I'm telling you. That go and honor your father. Go and honor. I think mothers have been honored already. Everything you want to take. So go and honor. Go and honor your father. Are you getting what I'm saying? That it will be well with you. And it also means that if you, don't have a, if you don't have a good relationship with your father, I've heard several testimonies, especially from because first love gives a lot of testimonies. I heard from first that people whose relationships with their parents have been restored because of messages they heard from bishop. Yeah. Yeah. Get, they said, honor your father, honor your father, and, and then their relationships have been restored. And then they, they go and say how their lives have been bettered. So, Anna, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. The 
technological advancement and everything in this world has not taken away that thing that honor your father and your mother who went took you to school paid your school fees you saw the um the woman was going the child was going so and her father took a took a cane and said go back you saw all so please remember it's a blessing how many of you are going to do that good it's a blessing your substitute father your substitute father your substitute father is a father that is available you know so that your biological fathers are not available but there's a father who is available for you people abandon the actual like the the person i was talking about you get it so that your mother is actually your substitute father so that a woman can even be a substitute father. Fathered you, done all those things for you. You need to honor them. Hallelujah. You need, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. You know, that's why some people just keep being blessed. You're getting blessed. You don't know why. You don't know why they keep getting blessed. Then your father-in-law is a kind of father. Hallelujah. I think many people don't have a problem with father-in-law, so they don't say my when it comes to mother-in-law, they say, mm. Mm. But father-in-laws normally are cool. They don't talk much. When you say mother-in-law, they say, mm. like it takes more effort. Your father-in-law is a kind of is a kind of father. Do you get it? It's a kind of father. So honor the person. It is so that you live long. That's why I said this book, it's a very powerful book. Do you get it? It's a very, very powerful book. And then the father of a church. The father of a church. Now, we see the church as a very important thing for us. Very, very important for us because... It is giving us, it is giving us direction. You know, like um, Kwame Nkrumah was who said that if you educate a man, you educate an individual. If you educate a woman, you educate a nation. If a teacher teaches a soul, a person, he teaches a, a person to work. If a pastor teaches a person, he teaches you eternally. Yes, teaches you eternally. Eternally, you have eternal rewards. You get it. So, when you have a father of a church, you have to honor the father of the church. You get it. I mean, and in UD, we have a father. In UD, we have a father. And you have to, you have to honor him. That is why when the Lord blessed him with 60 years, we, 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 we are still honoring him. We can't stop honoring him. You get it. Because as far as we are concerned, he has given us a lot of hope for the future. Do you get it? He has given us eternal blessings, eternal rewards. What money cannot buy, things money cannot buy. Do you get it? Things money cannot buy. He has given them to us. He has honored us with it. Do you get it? So it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Don't, don't let, you see, when people 
people say so many things, especially on radio, on public and things. Why are you doing this for a pastor? Your, your, mind, your mind is not there. You are a fool. You see, it's just like when you got born again, people say you are a fool for giving your life to Christ because that thing is a spiritual thing. It's a spirit. If the person doesn't understand, he doesn't understand. You know what you have. You know what has been given to you. When the woman was breaking her alabaster box of ointment, she only knew what has been done for her. It's as simple as that. When the people were complaining, she didn't care. She didn't care. She knows what she has been delivered from. She knows what she has been delivered from. You know, one day, a certain lady went to see her pastor and told the pastor and this lady she didn't know what, she had done something but she, had, she didn't know that the pastor had noticed and then she went to see the pastor and she told the pastor that my daughter called, I mean my daughter or my son, I forgot it, called me and made me aware that her friend, her friend not knowing that her friend was or his friend was introducing her or introducing him to homosexuality or lesbianism. Do you get it? So what was, good, what was going to happen was that you would have worked all your life, gotten all the money, built all the houses and named it, giving it to them for inheritance. But then the person comes and says, now I want to introduce to you my husband. And the husband is also called Stephanie. How do you take it? But it was as a result of something she did for a spiritual person and for a church. You get it. So you may not be able to quantify some of these things. Like Jesus, what shall a man profit? You gain the whole world and you lose your soul. So Anna, don't take it for granted. You see, because you can even have a lot of money, but you can't spend it. I was recently, I I heard of a, a girl whose mother had a lot of money. In fact, this girl is supposed to have finished school by now because all her mates have finished school. Some are married, some are doing their other, finished their master's. She's now doing a diploma because, because she has, as it was qualified to go to university, had expired. This is not in Ghana. Had expired. So she has going to do some diploma course before she can do something. So I was asking why. I was asking why. And they were telling me how the mother had money. And then the mother had a lot of money. But at the end of the day, to cut a long story short, the money didn't do much. No, it took a pastor. It took a church to bring her. They said, look, do this. And now the person is on course. Now the person is on course. Whatever the mother did, it didn't work. Now it's on course. Do you get it? So when people are undering things like that, don't be worried. Do you get it? One of the reasons why you shouldn't be worried is that such things are not compulsory. Such things are not written on your forehead. Such things are in your heart. For what you do, you, you know what you are doing. So be happy. Just flow. And cut short your life or prolong your life. Simple as that. I understand what I'm saying. This preaching is this simple. You look so quiet. You look as if I have to go somewhere to go and preach this message. Maybe I should go to Save Chapel. Because you are very quiet. 
Look at me. As you go to save chapel. Ah, okay. Father of a movement. It's in there. Those who are dangerous hands. I want you to see. That says that this book is a book that will prolong your life. That will save your life. Do you get it? It's a book that will prolong your life and save your life. Dangerous sons can take this book and say this is not a good book. Because already they are dangerous. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the person is dangerous. So, father of a movement. Galatians 3, 7. No, so father of a church. Let me read 1 Corinthians 4, 15. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, you have not many fathers. You have not many fathers. So there may be a lot of pastors, a lot of teachers, but you have not many pastors, fathers. Not all of them are fathers. You have to know. Do you get it? And then the father of movement is Galatians chapter 3, verse 7. Know ye therefore that which, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And you know that Abraham is like a movement. Are you getting me? Yes. Abraham is a father of a whole movement. Movement of faith. Father of faith. Nations. Are you getting what I'm saying? Abraham is seen as the father of faith. So you have to, you have to know this type of father. How many of you want to hear the, ten, the, ten, the last father? The ten father. How many of you want to know? Okay. Now that's your father in sin. <laughs> Those who are dangerous fathers. We miss number nine. We miss number seven. Your father-in-law. Why oh, I said it? I think you haven't spoken to your father-in-law this morning. <laughs> we said it. Go and speak to your father-in-law this morning. <laughs> Father in what? Father in sin. Who is a father in sin? A father in sin is one who introduces you to the life of sin. And thank God, many of you have broken links with your father in sin. Have you done that? You had one before, isn't it? And you have cut short, isn't it? You see, all of you are quiet. Yeah. The father is some of you, his mother is sinning. Your father is some of you are here. Some fathers are sinning with you. Some fathers. So as you are honoring your father, that's why you say, I honor you, sugar daddy. I honor you, sugar daddy. Because that father is not a good father. But it's a type of father. It's a type of father who gives you money for school fees. He gives money for school fees. A type of father who buys who buys um, iPhone. iPhone for you. How many of you have honored those fathers this morning? Oh, please. They are not here. They, they will not even come here. But now they are waiting for you at home. This father is not a good father. Do you get it? So if you have such a father, and some of you, you are in church, but there are fathers in sin with you in the church. 
Yeah. Is that not so? The way you are laughing is that you have seen one before. Yeah. yeah. They are fathers in sin. They call you your ministry shepherd. They call you ministry pastor. Meanwhile, they are introducing you to sin. This father is not one of those we are honoring. This father is the one we are breaking link with today. From today. Everybody say from today. From today. You, you see, you, everybody should say so that by you, if you know you are you, you mean it from your heart. You get it. Say from today. From today. I break all links with this father in sin. In Jesus' name. When he calls you and he says, Come, let me send you. Send you to where? Eh? So that is the father in sin. Hallelujah. Now, today we are going to close, but we are, as I said, we are going to start a series. I'm introducing you to the series. So, we are going to talk about four. Types of sons. Four types of sons. Are you here with me? You go home. Oh, you are not putting your hands together to know that, to know where, to know which son, which type of son you are. How many of you know which type of son you are? Yes. Four types of sons. <laughs> or daughters. I mean, sons or daughters. Yes. <laughs> Four types of sons or daughters. Now, the nature of a son is revealed by his response to his father. Mm. Response to his father, response to instructions of his father. Mm. The nature of a son is revealed by response to the father. For instance, when your father, I don't know which of the fathers, but your father took to wear a um, baseball cap today. I think father, father um, David. You see, most of you have worn it, but some didn't wear. Because some didn't know. Some they didn't have, but some also they didn't care. Some also they didn't care. Do you get it? So it's just revealed by the way you take instructions. Come here, I was told that hey, we are wearing cap, so me too. If you meet the father, one of the fathers, I wear it. That's all. Yeah. So, see, these are the little, 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 but it's the little, little foxes that spoil the vine. Yeah, the little, little foxes. Eh? <laughs> Those who are not wearing they are hot. <laughs> Often the good and the bad and the ugly come out when sons have to be related to fathers. That's why you see the differences. That's why I see the differences. Do you get it? Now, the first one, a prodigal son. That's the first type of son. The prodigal son. 
the prodigal son. He said, a certain, that's Luke 15, 11 and 13. A certain man had two sons. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And he divided it into, into, divided unto them his living. His living. Because he was living for them. Do you get it? A father lives for the children. So he divided unto his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, he took his journey into a far country. And there, what did he do? What did he do? Wasted his substance with righteous living. So what do prodigal sons do? You remember, remember, the asking even of the inheritance was not too, that, God didn't say anything about that, it's bad or not too. It is the moving away. So you can see what even in the first place informed why he asked for his inheritance because he wanted to move away. He didn't want to stay under the cabin of the father again. Do you get it? So a prodigal son goes away from his father and his father's house. These are characters of sons. The Bible says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. So that is not the same. You, you living in terms of marriage is not going away from them. You live physically, yes. But you are, you are not aware of their fellowship their parental relationship, whatever. You are not away from it. They are covering. You are not away from their covering. You may even be staying in, the, in Alaska, but you are not away from their covering. You get it. But prodigal sons always want to cut off relationships with their fathers. Prodigals, a prodigal son wants to be far away from home as possible. Far away. These are a type of sons. They don't want anybody to talk to them. They don't want anybody to talk to them. A prodigal son wastes his father's his life's opportunities. Look at opportunities this guy wasted. If he had been in his father's house. And how do we know? Because the Bible says he wasted his, his, his life. He wasted it. He himself even came back, came back to his senses. And so please, if you are being whispered to by the spirit of prodigality, it's a spirit. Try and say, no, I want to be a son. I want to be, I, I want to continue to be a son of my father. Are you getting what I'm saying? I want to be, continue to be a son. Because some people naturally are like that. Like this guy. Some people are naturally like that. They always want to go as far away as possible from any authority. From any kind of authority. And a prodigal son recognizes, he, but this is, a prodigal son, listen, a prodigal son recognizes his mistakes in the midst of his life and returns to his father. Do you get it? So there are, some of you are prodigal, you have come. <laughs> it's a U-turn, but you are still a son. You are still a daughter. It is when you, you see, when you can't recognize. You know, some people, even when they can see that we've made a mistake, that's when their heart becomes hardened. 
You now you know that you are suffering. You have made a mistake. To go back, I will not go. Inja. And you want to prove that you have made the right decision by going far away. Stop born academy. Hey. Stop born academy. Far away. You want to prove to what? Remember when you were going, other sons were in the house. Other sons were in the house. Do you get it? So, but at least a prodigal son, he recognizes that I'm eating with pigs. I should have been far better than what I am. But if this guy was, so this guy was also humble. I'm sure without a certain sense of humility, he wouldn't have done what he did. Yes, humility. You see, and a prodigal son, a prodigal son suffers the loss of many things because of his foolishness and rebellious ways. Because remember, the, the father told the, the, the senior brother, that don't worry, he has come. I'll give him rings. I'll give him all those. But everything I have belongs to you. you he has eaten his already. Everything I have belongs. But as for son, he's still a son. You don't get anything, but he's still a son. Amen. But it's better to come back home, stop eating with pigs, eat your mother's food, eat your father's food, and be happy. Are you with me? Are you celebrating Father's Day? Wonderful. In this same parable is the elder son. It says that the younger said to this. Now, if you look verse 25 to 32, that's where the elder son comes. We are talking about types of sons, isn't it? Yes. Two more and we'll close. Don't worry. Now the elder son was in the field and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing and called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come and thy father had killed the fatted calf because he had received him safe and sound. You see how fathers are? Fathers, you go and you go and go and go and they still receive you. And they do even do party for you. Hey. Mm. And then look at the other brother. And he was angry. He will not even go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answered to his father, Lo, this many years do I serve thee. Neither transgress I at any time thy commandment. And yet you never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which had devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art forever with me. Amen. Thou art whatever with me. That's why I say sons are always in the house. Sons are forever. Thou art ever with me. And all that I have is yours. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this our brother was dead and is alive again. Was lost and is found. So an elder son always stays at home with the father. 
That's a, a kind of this type of son. It doesn't really mean elder, elder, but it's a type of son. This type of children, they always stay at home forever. No matter what happens, they stay at home. They stay at home. Even if they marry and go, they are still at home in, in a certain sense. You get it. An elder son never commits any major sin. Hey! It means those ones, they are very righteous. And it's good. It's good. It's so that when we talk about the elder son, we make it look like it's negative. You get it? It's just the story that is being told. The emphasis of that parable is about the prodigal son coming home. That is why not much emphasis is put on the, the, the elder son. Just a little bit that was said about the elder son. But it's good. The, it's good to be an elder like he was. Are you get what I'm saying? Stays at home forever and never commits any major sin. Any major sin. Save, sink low key or whatever. But not commit any major sin. I get what I'm saying. How many of you don't commit any major sin? <laughs> Where major sin means. <laughs> How many of you are elder son here? Not, okay. You, you have stayed forever, but not commit any major sin. You see, it's how they are like this. Because people don't know the threshold, they don't know which where they pass. They don't know the line. You should know it yourself. An elder son never strays off the straight and narrow path set for him by his parents. They are correct, proper, which is good. Nothing bad about it. Amen. Nothing bad about it. An elder son does not live a life of pleasure and waste. Which is good, isn't it? But an elder son can also develop a life of self-righteousness and be judgmental. Because you have not sinned. Because you have not committed anything. That's why you have to leave some things for your father. And you will be a son. Allow your father to deal with the issues. Because when you come in, you may spoil some things. But the father in his mind knows that you have everything. You have everything. Are you get what I'm saying? In his mind, he knows that you have everything. But you leave it for him. Don't come and you see. You can, another side cannot stand a kind of a type of children. You how can you? Do this. How can you sack him? Sack her. Don't let her do this. Which is not his fault, is that also? Because he's staying at home. He hasn't done any bad thing before. Major sin before. So that is why it was like that. Do you get it? And it's good to be an elder son. Just don't be judgmental. Do you get it? Then we have beloved son, and then we have a stubborn a rebellious son. Do you get it? Beloved son. You have a stubborn and a rebellious son. So we skip the beloved son. We continue and come to the stubborn and rebellious son. Hey! How many of you have seen a stubborn and rebellious son before? You went to school with some of them. Not you. Okay. You know somebody like that. 
Okay. Hey. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 18. If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, so even for the Bible to say that, it means there are some. There are some. If a man has a stubborn and a rebellious son, and many times when this stubborn and rebellious son rebel and are saying this, people don't know how long their fathers have endured them and suffered them. People don't know. Because if the person is stubborn and rebellious, can you imagine the number of things the person has done at home for the past years? You don't know. But the father would have known and have endured it. Ah! Endured it. Ah! Before this prodigal son asked for his living, the father knew that this, this my son one day, this is what he would do. Fathers know so many things, but they don't talk. They know so many things. If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, this Father's Day, if a stubborn and rebellious son, may you change in Jesus' name. Change. Which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, that when they had chastened him, he, when they had chastened him, will not hearken unto them when he's chastised. He will not hearken unto them when they correct him. He will, not, he will not listen. That's a stubborn and a rebellious child. When you are corrected, when you are advised, you will not listen. No one can talk to you. And then the next verse, then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of the city. <laughs> It's becoming a serious case. Bring him out unto the elders of the city and unto the gate of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of the city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. Can you imagine? I, I mean, can you imagine that as you came to church, I call you from the church and I come and start, I make you come and stand here and say, this, our son, is stubborn and rebellious. That will be the end of you in the church. You'll be very, how many of you will be very happy about that? How many of you will be very annoyed? How many of you will go and not come again? You see? You see? But the Bible says we should do that. Do you get it? The Bible says we should do that. This, our son... <laughs> It's stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. You say the thing you have done to. We say the thing you've done. Stubborn. But even we don't say it. Don't you see that the church, when somebody misbehaves, we don't say what the person has done. Have you not noticed? Apart from one or two. We don't say what they have done. And they rather will go out and be talking about what we have done against them. But we don't say what they have done. But actually, Bible says we should have we should have done that. We should have done that. Next verse. And all the men of the city shall oh. 
How many of you have been stoned, would have been stoned by now? <laughs> oh, the city would have stoned. They would stone him that he died. So shall thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. You see how God is dealing with a stubborn and rebellious child? Child, fear. And then the next verse. And if a man have committed a sin worthy of death, okay, this one, I'm sure all of you may find yourself in it. So, so are you getting what I'm saying? If that's what you're supposed to be doing for Danford, but you, a dangerous son who was openly identified to be dangerous is rather the one that you are literally fellowshipping with. You are having, you are having sympathies for a dangerous and a, a, a stubborn child who had, even not publicly, who has been who, is, who has come identified in a certain way? No. You don't do that. Are you, are you going to understand what I'm saying? So that you live long and it will be well with you. Amen. That's what I'm preaching. Amen. Ephesians 6, 1 and 2. Ephesians 1 and 2. This is an expansion of Ephesians 6, 1 and 2. So that it shall be well with you. Somebody who is stubborn. Somebody, Bible says, put away. Now, the person, the person you are now dining with, you admire, you extol his virtues. No, no, it's not right. Sometimes, even by your, by your stance against such a dangerous son, that dangerous son can have a change of mind. The prodigal son, he had a change of mind because he didn't have anybody to encourage him, his foolishness. He didn't have anybody to encourage his foolishness. People, you know, some people, you know, some people could have gone to say, oh, oh, I'm giving you bread to eat. I'm giving you food to eat. Then he would have said, oh, God is with me. But some people became wise and said, no, this guy, we can't associate with him. He will go down, he will take us down with him. So they, they decided to move away. And at that time, he came to his senses. There are some people, eh, when they left home, if some other people have not cheered them on and made them feel that they have done the right thing, they would have come home. Yes. They would have come home. But you who cheered, one day, you are also going to go down with a person. Aiding and abetting. Yes. So dear, dear church, let us become a blessed church. Hallelujah. Let us become a church which honest fathers, fathers, and never, never, see, never associate with anybody who takes a father, who takes a father, any kind of father, and takes him on and say, I'm, I'm dealing with my father. Never associate with anybody like that. Never associate with anybody like that. He takes on a father. He takes on a, like Satan. Do you know Satan? Ever since Satan left God, he has taken on God and is facing God. Ever since he left. All this homosexuality on this, is Satan facing God. Who? It's like, I want to spoil God. I want to destroy God. I want people to know, to know that God is bad. God is not as you think. He's not the person you think he is. Heaven is not as nice as you think. There is something in there you don't know. You don't know. So I'm bringing it to your attention so that you live there. 
That's what he's trying to tell you. And Satan hasn't stopped. He hasn't stopped. So if a dangerous son is fighting a father, you have to be wise and identify that this guy is dangerous. If I follow this guy, I'll cut short my life and I'll not have my peace. Amen. So how many of you are going to be good sons? You have your fathers, go and honor them, especially your biological father. Go and honor them. And some of you don't flow with your biological father. Some of you don't flow with your biological father. I remember once when my father was alive, I visited him and we made some small argument. We didn't finish the argument. We didn't finish the argument. I went to sit in my car, I was going. Then I heard a voice say, If you're a man, go. Hey! Hey! The voice, to, if you are a man, go. God, now you two have children, so you are a father. If you're a man, go. Hey! I got out of the car, went to my father, and joking about you two, a small thing, you are doing this, 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 that, and then we, we know how we, we do our things. Then he too he said, hey, then we just flowed. Then now, I went to sit in my car as a boy and drove away. <laughs> I went to sit in the car as a boy and I drove away. I said, if we're a man, go. And that one cries, not like this type of argument that, no, no, trust. I don't even remember. I'm sure some was the argument. I, I wouldn't be surprised it was about something that I wouldn't tell you. Do you get it? You want, you want to hear? Do you get it? Say, if you're a man, go. So, Please, make peace with your father. You get it. I'm just giving you five minutes. You have, any, you have a father figure in your life you are not flowing with. See, anybody who has fed you, who has advised you in a very good way, has even turned your life around in any way, is a kind of father to you. And whatever, no, fathers are not angels. Fathers are, they can make mistakes. You get it. So any father figure in your life that you feel that, you are not flowing with. I want you to, in your heart, pray for forgiveness. And in your heart, determine that you are going to flow with your father, especially in your heart. You are going to flow with father, a father figure, any father figure in your life that you have even forgotten. Pray and flow, and God will bless you. You, you are praying for long life. This small time I'm giving you, this long life is peace of mind. It's prosperity, it's success, it's so many things. So just bow down your head and just pray. Pray. Forgive and pray. If you have joined yourself to any prodigal son or any dangerous son, disconnect and pray. And pray. And some of you need to tell your father, dangerous sons who are disturbing the peace of the family. You need to tell your father that these guys are dangerous. They are disturbing the peace of the family. You need to tell your father so that they can be dealt with in their own way, the fatherly way they can be dealt with. Don't let them become too wild and now they can't be advised. So pray and ask for forgiveness and forgive whoever you think is a father figure that you are not flowing with. Even if you think a person has offended you, which shouldn't be the case, you forgive and pray for yourself as well. And pray for yourself as well as you prepare to close. So if the mention of your father brings anger to your heart, bring anger to your heart, but forgive. Let it go. 
so that your own life will be blessed. The mention of a mother brings anger to your an authority figure brings anger to your heart. You want to show that this this my father has really hurt me. This my mother has really hurt me. Release and receive long life. Receive healing. Receive peace. Receive peace. Any father figure, receive peace. But you need that peace, eh? You need that peace. You need that healing. To be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Release it. This is healing time. This is longevity time. This is blessing time. This peace of mind time. This is a blessing time. Flow. Remember the prodigal son, a type of son. He repented and went back to the father. And then went back to the father. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. How many of you believe you are free? You have received long life. You have received peace of mind. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to, you have been here before, but you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. And you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to go to heaven when I die. And you want to make this your prayer, your request that I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me because I want to know that I'll go to heaven when I die. Please, Pastor, pray for me. If you are sitting and you want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus and to go to heaven when you die or to rededicate your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Lift up your right hand. You are seated here. Yes, lift it up. God bless you. Close your eyes and lift your hand up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is up, can you stand to your feet? If your hand is up, wherever you are, can you stand to your feet? God bless you. Beautiful. 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 If your hand is up, can you stand to your feet? Go. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. God bless. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Now, beautiful. Can you help them? Beautiful. Now, if your hand is up, if your hand is up, I want you to just walk and come and join these ones here. And put your hands together for them as they come. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let him have his way. Oh, put your hands together for them. I'm on. I'm on to Jesus. God bless you.
Sitting down, you also want to join in. Let's all say this together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for today. Today, today, I take you into my heart. I take you into my heart as my Lord, as my Lord, and my personal Savior. My personal Savior, as I confess, as I confess with my mouth, with my mouth, that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord, is Lord, and believe and believe in my heart. My heart that Jesus Christ that Jesus was Christ raised, raised from the dead. From the dead. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Everybody say it. I thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 That just as I am, that just as I am, you have accepted me. You have accepted me. And you have forgiven me. And you have forgiven me. You are not saying it. You have accepted me. You have accepted me. And you have forgiven me. And you have forgiven me. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. Deep, deep from my heart. Deep, deep from my heart. I thank you. I thank you. For forgiving me. Forgiving me of my, of my sins, of my sins, and washing me, washing me with your blood, with your blood. From today, from today, I am yours. I am yours, and you are mine, and you are mine. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, Send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you. Lord,